podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 51. On this episode, talk about mowing shoes, the WikiLeaks guy, lottery purchases, Conan's podcast, Oklahoma pot legalization talk, country music, just a little bit of NBA, and then top five favorite pro wrestlers. Thanks for listening. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Uh, how's life, man? It's busy. Uh, I don't remember what all we kept from our episode last week and what we didn't keep, so that'll be a weird one um, if we need to bring up anything else. But I know we did remember your testosterone thing, and you did tell me you're getting that under control. So Yeah, I got it. Uh, I just got it refilled. I got to go home and get an injection. Right. Well, right on, man. Uh, I'm a real quick shout out to patrons. Uh, you go to patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. Um, if you do that, um, you can get shouted out like these people, uh, snappy, my mom, hurricane Haynes and Marshall, the Dharma initiative bear, which I think is the best nickname and I haven't heard from him yet, but it makes sense because his last name is bear. And there literally was a bear on lost that was like part of the Dharma initiatives experience. I just think it's really good. I'm pretty proud of it. Um, so I'm going to keep that. And then, uh, Oh yeah, he loves loss. By the way, it's like our bond uh, bonding moment was loss. Man, Super Stone and what sucked about our last episode is I thought we really like had good shit to talk about. We really like collabed last week, and then the audio fucks up. Right. Well, I tried to keep any part that you talked a lot, even when my audio was shitty, because I was like, well, we'll keep that. But then, because that's pretty rare, yeah. you know that. Um, but I felt like we kept it. Like I didn't when I went back and listened to it. I wasn't like, oh, where's that part? So, to me, it wasn't that bad, but um, I'm sure we'll recover it eventually someday. Um, one cool thing that happens, I mowed my lawn. This is not necessarily cool, but one thing I did before I mowed my lawn is because most of the times uh, I'm like, you know, 31, so I'm not like an old man. And I don't have kids, you know, so I don't have any of those old man dad habits. So, typically in the summer when mowing season happens, I have to sacrifice a pair of shoes, Right, and I'm right. like, "Fuck these Air Forces!" All right, I had a good run, but I need mowing shoes this year, and that's what happens. Oh yeah, when I moved in with my wife back when we were just dating, uh, I got rid of a fuckload of shoes for no reason. I had all these shoes. Um, I was just one of those dudes that I had a lot of shoes, and I was like, "You know what? I don't need this," and I threw all of them away. Damn, for whatever fucking reason. And so now I just don't have a lot. So this became a problem. The other day, I went to Walmart before mowing, and I was like, you know what? They have fucking $9 pairs of shoes over here. I'm just going to get a pair of these, and you make those my mowing shoes, and they're fucking awesome for that purpose. Now, I don't think I'll be fucking running. I'll run anyway, so I can't act like that's a thing. But, like, I probably wouldn't wear them around normally. But then again, if I did, I don't think it fucking matters. So I'm just saying, if you have $9, you need a pair of shoes. And I was a snobbish person here. I mean, I pretty much... um, I only wear Nikes as far as lace-up shoes, and then if I can slip them on, I'm going to wear them. So like Vans or anything that I don't have to I'm fucking I'm surprised tie. you're not mowing out in Crocs. Um, I have Crocs, and I did the last time before I bought the mowing shoes when I weed-eated, but it ruins my socks because they get covered in grass. 
Um, I love Crocs. Like so I mentioned on this podcast before, I was like there six months before Crocs blew up. I don't know when they, before they had Crocs on the label. I still have a pair of those um, that my friend Justin Boone bought me from the Tulsa hospital his grandmother worked at. He was like, check out these fucking crazy shoes. I bought you a pair. And I was like, this is the coolest fucking shit I've ever seen. And then within can, a year, it was like being sold fucking I can, everywhere. I can honestly say I've never owned a pair of Crocs. Uh, see, if adults never got into it, it would have been cool, but once my dad owned like eight pairs, I was like, "Yeah, your I dad guess. owns Crocs." A fuckload, dude. Everyone did. Like, if you live by a lake or you at all do any laking activities, you own Crocs. I don't know. I don't know anyone that doesn't own a pair of Crocs where I'm from. Uh maybe sandals, but yeah, uh, I think it's weird. You seem like to me, you're the complete demographic that would own Crocs, and I felt like most of your family have them. Like, I think it's odd that you're seeming, think it's where my dad would. None of people in my household have a pair of Crocs. Very odd. They're very uh, easy and comfortable. Um, now, the new ones are too hard, I feel like. I still have some of the OG ones. There's a hole in the bottom, but I won't get rid of them, even though Koopy tries to throw them away, because they're like the most soft, comfortable shit in the world. Shoot, man, my my socks get a little bitty hole in them when my wife does laundry. She rips them apart. Oh, uh, yeah. I have plenty of socks with holes in them that I just keep. I have big-ass fucking uh, toenail um, on my big toe, and then I got, like, the long-ass second toe that my grandfather told me growing up meant you are a real man because me and him were the only ones, and I'm not blood-related to him or anything, um, but we were the only ones we I knew that had it, and I was like, well, if he's telling me that, it must be the truth. Hell, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. <laughs> so it's like a complete thing I just whoops believed for fucking ever. Let's see how good this mic is and see what that picked up. Um, random news. Um, do you remember the Julian Assange thing? Are you familiar with the Wiki, WikiLeaks guy story? No. So uh, it's taken a lot of terms as far as who's on whose side politically. You know how that all goes. Like, who whose side is he on? I don't know. Um, he's this dude. I think he's from Sweden, some shit like that. And uh, he released a bunch of documents, and he's done it a bunch of times. So he owns WikiLeaks, right? And they, like, got information from British intelligence and released it. And so British intelligence has, like, a warrant out for his arrest. And he's also released WikiLeaks some shit, like, tied to the Hillary Clinton campaign or tied to any U.S. government stuff, right? So he seems to be, like, conservatives would like him, right? And Donald Trump said while campaigning, he loves WikiLeaks because they released the Hillary Clinton stuff. But now Donald Trump, when people are like, are you going to stand up and defend this Julian Assange guy? He's like, I don't even know anything about WikiLeaks. And again, it's because he's probably not mentally healthy. Um, and might just literally not remember. It's been a long time. But to me, I've always been on Julian Assange's side. I have all four. You can still documents from people and release it to the public. I think that's fair game. But then again, I guess you got to take the consequences. But last seven years, if you're unaware... Um, he's been hiding out in the Ecuadorian embassy. Like he hasn't left it. They've been giving him um, fuck sanctuary or whatever. Asylum. Yeah, asylum. But he has to stay there. Dating Pamela Anderson since he's lived there, and she goes and visits him all the time. And she's fucking freaking out on the internet at the that moment. That sound like a bad setup. I know, but apparently he didn't quit paying his rent, or he fucking released some papers against Ecuador. Like, <laughs> and so they like kicked him. Like. Something happened, and they were like, fuck you. And as soon as they kicked him out, he got arrested. And so anyway, that's how why he's back in the news. I just, in general, am all for the people 
being like, hey, here's the information. Now, maybe he is an evil genius, and there's more to the story that I don't know. That's totally possible. But from my perspective right now, I'm like, all he did was steal some information and emails and release them that people didn't want released. Like, I I guess that is a crime. I don't know if it's like a... It's a crime to expose the government. Right, because they make the laws. This is very true. Uh it's just super crazy. Like, remember the uh, Snowden thing, you know, when he was like, hey, the NSA spying on you. And they were like, now the government's like, he's a wanted man. And then us as citizens who are being spied on have to be like, yeah, he's a criminal. Let's get him in jail. No, we're all like, yeah, stay in Russia, the place that's supposed to be so oppressive and horrible. Yet he went to go hide out there because it's all fucking crazy. I didn't have a podcast and all that happened. So I don't remember all the details. But fucking government, fucking government. Um, random question for you. If you won the lottery, what's the first thing you would purchase after the basics? So, like everyone gets a house and their mom a car and all that dumb shit, right? But like after all the, the like basic shit you would have to get when you won a whole bunch of money at the lottery, what's like the first like dumb for you purchase? Hmm. Man. I so want to live out in the country. So, like, just try to buy some land of sorts? Buy land and... See, I feel like that would be part of the house thing. Like, so you would, I think, already do that. But I guess, like, for me... I'd pay off all my immediate family's bills. Right. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. I mean... I mean, I've thought about that many times. I, I mean, if I had that much money, I would get all my brothers and sisters and close family members and just pay off all their bills. Yeah, I mean that's super noble. I'm I might do that. I'm not very. I mean, depending on how many millions it is, <laughs> right? <laughs> but like, I don't have a whole lot of debt, but some people might have like some crazy debt. Where I'm like, all right, now, I mean, if I could pay off all my family's house and stuff, we could get a nice little land set up. Yeah, I'd be happy. See, I think more of like, oh, those are all base. Of course, we could get houses and cars. I'm like, ooh, I would want to build a cool studio, or like, ooh, I'd want to reenact blank check, and I want a go kart track and the fucking uh, big nine TVs and the one TV. I thought which, about getting our own radio show where we could just fucking podcast and interview people. Or we day. could just buy this um, Christian TV or radio station here in town and just pump this all the time. There's enough hours. You could keep all the podcasts on repeat, and they wouldn't repeat for quite a while. But if we was millionaires and that was our job, it would be it would I would be do fun. more. Um, then again, it probably wouldn't connect with the people and have nothing to talk about. We'd have to make it go video, something. I don't know. Um, honestly, if I if I got super rich, I'd probably just cancel the podcast. Because, I mean... You would have more free time, so... Yeah, but I'd have so much money to go do other cool shit that I feel like I wouldn't have time to just fuck around with a podcast. I'd be like, ah, oh, who cares about that? I'm rich. That's I'm how rich, I, bitch. Exactly. Um, there's a reason Dave Chappelle doesn't have a podcast. He doesn't need one. I know. He got he sued over a banana joke. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I just want to repeat again, uh, Conan O'Brien has the best fucking podcast. Yeah, this girl on who I think is horrible as a comedian. Um, her name is something buyer. She's on that Nailed It show on uh, Netflix. It's like she was funny on Conan because their dynamic works well or whatever. Cause he's so like a press and she's like, I love big dicks. And that's like her whole shtick or whatever. But I just don't find her humor necessarily like, but then again, it's not for me. It's like for fucking other people. So like, I'm not trying to judge, but even that Conan made that like hilarious. And it was something I don't even like. And so every time he has a new episode, I listen to it. And I'm like, 
man, this is bullshit. His is so good. But, I mean, I get we're not on the same level and we shouldn't even compare ourselves, but just recommendations see if anyone needs one. Yeah. I could probably uh, buy my own uh, grow, marijuana grow place to, like, a big old fucking warehouse and just supply all these fucking dispensaries. See, if I had all the money, though, I would, fuck that. I don't care about these dispensaries. I go buy a warehouse and that's my supply now. Like, I don't... Why am I wanting to, like, go be stressed out? Well, I mean... You want to set your future family up? Okay, I, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if maybe, maybe marijuana is the future of the world. And that's all America's going to have uh, because I, what the fuck else we got besides corn? I'd want to say corn and uh, cannabis. They have decided is like the same profit per acre. Maybe it leans cannabis. I don't remember. Um, some study came out where they were like, "Oh shit!" Um, if they ever legalize this shit. Federally, people are going to probably all try to grow it. And if that happens, we'll have to export it to other countries. We'll have to convince other countries to legalize it because we've so far let made sure other countries keep it illegal because we want to keep it illegal. It's like the whole fucking thing. The man, man. Uh, so I've been hearing a lot from a lot of people. My mom actually brought this up to me that the dispensaries are very expensive, Um is this correct in the state of Oklahoma? Are the dispensaries a little? Well, like if it's fifteen dollars a gram, even if you buy a quarter or an ounce, it's still fifteen dollars a gram. There's no discount, right? And I, I would never pay fifteen dollars. That's crazy. But I understand it. Like when I went to Denver, um, that was totally a thing. Normal prices for good shit. But I've also it- heard the quality. Of the stuff here probably doesn't hold up to that price tag. I don't know where the Ader dispensers are getting their stuff, but I found one. The White Widow is probably the only one I found decent. Right. I mean, because I'll try to get a gram here, a gram there, just to see what they got. Right. I've also heard a lot of people say some of the edibles are are bunk. Remember when bunk used to be the fucking word? Hell yeah. Well, I ate a 125 milligram brownie a few weeks back after working an eight-hour night shift. Stayed up all day. I didn't ever feel nothing. I had speed. Cut with speed around <laughs> me. Uh, well, anyway, that's the update on the Oklahoma dispensaries for anyone curious. Supposedly there's some really good ones in the city. Yeah, Powell seems to act like, and he, he might be on next month sometime. Um, he acts like Tulsa has some pretty cool ones. So, uh, I mean, that's where he's oh, at. That's probably. two and a half hours away. <laughs> yeah, I ain't trying to fucking day trip or anything. Yeah. Uh, I was supposed to go see my parents this weekend um, to see the rattlesnake hunt was my goal. So I could come back and talk about what the rattlesnake hunt in 2019 looks like. So the rattlesnake hunt is uh, this carnival in my hometown where people go out and they celebrate it weeks ahead of time by catching rattlesnakes. And they put them in these fucking cages. And then when the time comes... Uh, people do events like laying a bathtub of rattlesnakes, and of course uh, they sew their mouth shut. Uh, not on that one. On they sew their mouth shut for the pictures around your neck you get as a kid. But they introduced some new contests when I got like older teenager. That was like, oh shit, people are fucking doing some crazy shit. I don't remember what they kept, but I know one was how long can you lay in a fucking bathtub full of rattlesnakes? And maybe their mouths were sewn shut. There has to be, because otherwise, if they bitch you, you'd die. It's one of the most poisonous snakes there is. Dude, we donate so much money, the town, uh, or donate so much venom to the anti-venom fund. I feel like they have to have anti-venom close by to, like, 
I'm sure, but if you were just sitting there getting <laughs> struck by a rattlesnake, it wouldn't. Yeah, maybe you're probably right. Um, so you eat rattlesnake, they'll fry it up. Not worth it. If anyone out there is interested, it tastes pretty much like the chicken wing part of a chicken, um, like the part, like the very end that they would fold over to a flat of if you ordered wings. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like when it's a, that's basically what it. It's just like that part, and it's all right. There's so many bones, and well, it's all the little extras. It's like a fucking flea market. Right, like my brother. So my that, bro- that's actually the right. So the rattlesnake. I just want to explain why the rattlesnake name was involved. I got to explain all growing up that, uh, you know, if it didn't happen, we'd be over flooded with rattlesnakes, and I'm sure they're right. They get so many every year. It is. There's like a price for who catches the biggest. There's a price for who catches the smallest. Um, you can watch them get butchered and turned into fucking boots and shit. So that's a whole part of it. Uh, one of my best friends from high school. Uh, was going to go to college and get his doctorate to stop it. It was like his goal because he loves reptiles. Um, he has his doctorate. I think he is a herpetologist or whatever the fuck it's called. Who knows? But I don't think he's fucking with them, the rattlesnake right. cunt or anything. But, yeah, so as a kid, the thing you love about is a carnival. So that'll have, like, your rides, your tilt-the-world, your zippers, um, yeah. all that fun shit, the big slides. And then there's also, like, a flea market aspect as well that comes with a good carnival food which i also love because my brother would always pick up fart bombs yes which uh he's lost three thirty thousand dollar year jobs while setting off fart bombs yeah well you course, know he can always sell worth a, it he can always sell a nickel for a dime right so i mean he's always come out on the cleaner side somehow. yeah and he has uh dogs or out of kennel that he dogs, sells dogs fucking monkeys dolly llamas whatever the fuck them alpacas <laughs> what you want appalachians what you or whatever right uh alpaca um so yeah the rattlesnake cunt's cool i love the carnival as a kid they now start on thursdays which is bullshit they start on friday night um and you would go down there and get the fucking bracelet and ride all the rides you want on friday night and it was like as a kid you fucking loved it i have a lot of great memories as a team, I remember on one time, this girl Kelly Malone's boobs came out while we were around the zipper, and I was like, "This is great." The zipper was like the roll cage thing that. Yeah. Oh no. When I was a kid, I always loved going to the rattlesnake hunt. It was like, of course, you know, that was like a few times a year we got to go to Orica, you know, right? You know, go see Dad, and so it was always it was always a big deal. When yeah. I was younger. I, I definitely, um, definitely enjoyed it. Um. I feel like I do also need to bring up before we get to uh, eventually have a top five list, which is rare for you, but I knew it was one you'd want to do. Um, there's this rapper named Lil Nas X, and he blew up off this country song, quote unquote. Uh, and I guess that's the debate I, I just want to get into. I know you're not fully aware, but I'll just explain it. So he, some rapper on the internet uh, makes this dumb song to like a country trap song, like they sample a country song or basically attempted to make some sort of country song and then there's like a trap drum loop over it cool beat and then he's like making a parody to a country song about horses and shit and then he's number one on billboard on country music because it's kind of country influenced and then billboard was like well this isn't a country song so they took it down and then people were like this is bullshit and then over the weekend uh billy ray cyrus jumped on the remix so now they could be like what are you gonna say billy ray cyrus isn't Country, and I think it's funny or whatever, but I do not think it's a country song. I've listened to it. It's fucking trap beat. It's trap drums. I fucking know this. I make fucking beats goddamn every day, and I'm like, anyone who's anyone will be like, that's fucking a trap beat. I can't even listen to the country station now. 
they're all the music's the same. That's what I've learned lately. It's all made exactly. I mean, the once same. Red Dirt hit, it's like everything started being the same. Right. Um, so you should check out this little Nas X guy. Um, he's a big deal while we're recording this. I'm sure he still will be, you know, in the next week or whatever. I mean, Hootie and the Blowfish is the, is the biggest country star right now. Right. Well, and that's another thing. So some people try to make it seem like, well, country music saying it's not country because he's black. And I'm like, no, it's because he's a rapper and it's a fucking trap beat. And I don't think race has anything to do with it. Maybe it does a little bit or whatever, but like... If he was singing in a country, I, I feel like you could tell. You could tell if someone was really trying to be I country. I think he did pretty good at the country part of it. Are you talking about Hootie and the Blowfish guy? Yeah. Yeah. Dar- Darius Rucker, yeah. Right. Um, I mean, I was talking about this little Nas X person. But anyway, a lot of people out there, I'm sure, understand this scenario of this. I mean, I'm all proud of, like, good for this dude. I've joked around for 10 years that I need to make fucking country rap songs and how stupid it'd be. But, like, I can't. It's hard for me to make dumb shit. I used to be able to, but now I just feel like a fucking idiot, and I'm too self-conscious, so I just don't do it. I make sad, dumb fucking music. But anyway, that's where I'm at on that. Also, I watched Pineapple Express today. I fucking love that movie. Um, just want to shout that out. I fucking love Pineapple Express. It's the best. I don't think I've ever actually watched it through. I went to the first time on the Friday it came out um, in the theaters with, like, everyone in the fraternity, yeah. not stoned, and uh, I was like, that movie sucked. Like, that's honestly how I walked out of it. And then uh, one of my fraternity brothers, Sideshow, did not make it, and he wanted to go on Sunday, and he was like, let's get fucking blaze of shit, and let's go watch that movie, and I was like, fuck it. And we did, and I was like, I love this movie. So that's the story of how I enjoyed Pineapple Express. And then we were way late for our meetings. You know, meetings are Sunday night. Yeah. And so we, like, walked out like halfway through our fraternity meetings, like, sorry, we were watching Pineapple Express. Uh, but I caught a joke when I was watching it today that I never noticed before, where it was some of, like, Saul's asking where they're going to go, and he's like, hotel, motel, holiday inn. And I was <laughs> like, oh, shit, I haven't noticed that. Hell, yeah. Before. Um, anyway, love Pineapple Express. Maybe someday we'll do best stoner movies. Um See if there's anything else I really need to bring up. Oh, real quick, got to bring up the Thunder and Blazers or who are playing. And that only happened because me and Dom didn't bring up that scenario. I didn't even know it was fucking possible. Um, so I'm excited about that. It's also fun because the Blazers tried everything in their power to not play the Thunder by, like, throwing games. And they're fucking – they only played six guys in the last home game. And their six guys still won the game. And while everyone else sat on the bench. And, like, so they were trying to lose the game. Like, the Thunder played good the last few weeks to get – not play Golden State, right? Yeah, well, they've won the last five games of the season. Yeah. yeah. And so they made it to six seed. Portland made it to the th- earn a three seed because the way shit uh, shook out there. So, anyway, that's like the best news because that puts Golden State and the Rockets are on the other side of the bracket. So they'll have to play each other in the second round. Hell so, yeah. like, it makes an opportunity for the Thunder something to happen. I'm saying it will. It depends but- on whether Westbrook and Paul George fucking – are on fire or not. Right. Well, if, honestly, if they're on fire, they could win it all. As like someone who's watched, you know, what all like three games maybe this year or whatever, uh, if Westbrook starts off the game looking to pass and then he keeps that up because guys are hitting shots, they play really well. But if he starts off and he looks to pass and guys miss shots, he starts getting like, can't trust them. And then he's like, let me take over. And he doesn't do that to Paul George, but he does to Grant and other people. So, uh, 
that's kind of how it goes. But I think Westbrook is the top that he thinks he's the best player, and that helps in the playoffs. Rising like fuck you, Dame Lillard. Even though Dame Lillard was like first team All NBA last year, probably will be this year. I think Russ is like I'm better than him yeah. in every way, shape, or form, and he just thinks that. And I think that's cool. Um, so anyway, I'm excited about the NBA um, there. Um, and then I say, let's see what time we have. Yeah, it seems like a good time for us to go ahead and get in our top five because I could see it taking a little while, maybe. All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. Um, we didn't share any of these with each other, so I watched. Uh, goes. I watched wrestling on several different generations. Like I watched it for a few years. Oh yeah, I guess we need to talk about um, what it is. So our top five list is our top five favorite professional wrestlers. So now you can talk about. It. <laughs> I mean, I've watched wrestling at many different generations. It's like I watched three or four years, and I won't watch it for five years. And then I watch it, so. Right. See, I pretty much only watched during the WCW versus Raw era, like where they were both on Monday nights. Uh, WCW came on from 7 to 8, or 7 to 9, and Raw came on 8 to 10. You know, so there was like one-hour overlap. You're switching back and forth. We switched back and forth, and my dad watched all of them with me, which was like a big part of like, well, I have to watch it because my dad's watching it sort of thing. Um and that was the best era. Now, I know it's all nostalgia, but I even think from, like, an objective point of view from the outside, like, as far as the video games that exist and just that was where you could go buy the VHSs of the best of SummerSlam. Like, it was, like, the peak of before the internet changed it all. Right. Right? And then before they had to admit it was fake. Like, I remember watching the time Vince McMahon admitted it was fake on an A&E special behind the business of wrestling, and he just straight up said to the camera, Oh, we have to make the scripts good and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it fucking destroyed me. I was like 11 and I was like, damn. Well, let's go ahead and go to a mat and let me slam you and see how fake it feels. Right, but that's not what hooks you as a kid. You're not like, oh, look at the athleticism it takes to fall 20 feet to a mat. That's like, yeah, like now as an adult, like, holy shit, that's crazy. But then you're like, you believed it. And it'd be like if you believed your favorite TV show was real. That was like... So it like does feel a sense of betrayal to where afterwards you're like this is all stupid. So it does suck. That's why root I got for out of someone it. knowing it's already pre pre done. Right now, I listen to a lot of the Ringer podcasts, and uh, they do cover wrestling some because Bill Simmons has a son who's like 11 and into it, and so like his son just went to WrestleMania, and they're right behind the announcers because Bill Simmons' Twitter has like pictures of him like fucking the main event of wrestlemania you know and he's like my son hasn't went to the bathroom in eight hours yeah. <laughs> and his son's like fucking just loving it and shit so they do talk about wrestling and they have a show called the mask man podcast and i've listened to one here or there and i think it's pretty good because they look at a lot from like what would make the best storylines like the way they talk about it is interesting right it's not like they're believing it right they're like oh well if we know this guy's put in this much time like they they have a fun way of dissecting it, like someone with the NBA or NFL. Um, so I do think wrestling's cool. I John Oliver fucking lit into the WWE a couple weeks ago on a show of like, 
how they fuck over these guys with exclusive contracts, even though they're contract workers and you're not allowed to do that if not giving them health. Like, they break all these laws, right? Right. And John Oliver just fucking called them out one, like, a few weeks ago. So I thought that was interesting. But yeah, anyway. McMahon does seem sh- like a shady motherfucker to me. He always has. He has. So that's beside the point of our and top it, five list. So. And his whole fucking strut. Right. I'm assuming, I'm hoping we don't have too many uh, crossovers. I think probably at least one would be, because who list would they not be in? But uh, we'll just go ahead and start with yours. Who is your number five? Number five, I got to go with the Ultimate Warrior. Okay, that's a good one. I mean, he was fucking, he was like right around Macho Manor, and he had the face paint. And, right. And as a kid, on Football Fridays, I was the face paint guy. No, you right. know, I love... Fucking face paint. Did you like the program style? We're like painting the fucking skull. Many times. Hell yeah. That's cool. I mean, and then I would barely wash it off or it looked like my face was pale. So when I went to the game on Friday night, my face would look all fucked up. Yeah, that's cool. So, I mean, I did get most spirited in school, so. Well, that's how you win that award. I I mean, mean, I just love the Ultimate Warrior. I mean, he died several years back, but. Right. See, when I first got into wrestling was about the time him and Sting were a tag team partnership but then ultimate warrior went away pretty quickly right after i started watching Well, we've talked about on the podcast before how we used to have all the local shows mm-hmm. and warica medill long grove right and ultimate warrior was part of that little deal first starting out oh hell yeah see i felt like like i said i was like five because i remember where i lived when they came and i went to the one at the football field and that was the only like legitimate one that came to warica and after that i had to go to like wichita falls or I went to one in Ardmore that your brother was a part of. Your brother, um, the one we talked about earlier, actually had a stint as a professional wrestler. He may still, Tom, I don't fucking know. No, he, something happened to his back, and he just couldn't do it no more. But I went and watched one of his shows, uh, and then you participated from the crowd, yelling at their Vince McMahon. Yeah. It was a whole fucking thing. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, just well, giving I, your credentials to the wrestling. I, uh, I graduated with the guy that runs it, and he's actually like... Hell, he's had like all the people that's gone through the WWE and, and and like retired. Basically, he's got them like fucking Lex Luger and right. fucking Big Papa Pump. They're all on a show. Gail Kim. Oh hell yeah! So that's all cool. All right, my number five is one that's probably going to be on your list, so I won't go too far. But Hulk Hogan. Well, he's my number four. Okay, perfect. So, um. I like Hulk Hogan. Um, I mean, in general, I don't put him higher because other people fucking loved Hulk Hogan. And when I was four years old, I loved Hulk Hogan, too. Like, we all had the fucking little doll, Hulk Hogan doll or whatever, at least me and my friends. And, you know, the action figures. And he had a fucking VHS cartoons where him and Roddy Piper fucking competed and shit in fucking animated series. Like, I really did enjoy Hulk Hogan quite a bit. But I really loved him once he became Hollywood Hawk Hogan in the NWO on WCW. Hell yeah. And then that's when I think I also learned to appreciate a Hill character. Like, you know, I didn't I didn't get any of that until then, right? Because you felt betrayed at first. You're like, how could the ultimate good guy become such a dick? But then you like still locked him, right? And you were like fucking laughing at all the shit they say. And you'll see uh later on, uh like, probably my next one is very similar as well. Like, it's just funnier whenever you're the fucking heel, right? You can say shit you can't say as the good guy, and it's like... Let me tell you something, brother. Like, him, him and Macho Man, both. Yeah, and so I just... Uh, looking back on it, I really enjoyed, enjoyed Hollywood Hulk Hogan. And honestly, he probably would be, should be higher on my list. I even enjoyed his VH1 TV reality show back in the day. 
I was ruling that fucking shit. Uh, so like Hulk Hogan, should be higher, but I'm putting him number five. Well, you can't not have Hulk Hogan on a wrestling list. Right. That's where I was at as well. I mean, he's almost like the George. Like, I've read stories like, you know how he's come back and then left and come back and left? Right. Like, wrestling wouldn't be tanking. They would ho- holler at Hulk Hogan and come back, and then he would fucking get the ratings back up. Right. And then they would go for a while, and then they'd call him back. Um, seeing of the Ringer, as I mentioned earlier, they produced a – a documentary, which I mentioned before on here, on Andre the Giant that's on HBO. Um, so if you, y'all ever get that, you would really like it, I think. Um, and Hulk Hogan, they talk about when Hulk Hogan beats him, right, when they made that decision because Andre the Giant was just so big and slow and he just, right. you know, couldn't really wrestle. And, like, you could tell, like, Hulk Hogan just fucking respected Andre the Giant so much. Like, and even he, he comes off so good in the movie. You're like, fuck yeah, Hulk Hogan. Um, all right, so that was your number four. My number four... I'm going with Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's my number two. All right. Well, then we'll save it. Uh, who is your number three? Kerry Von Erich. I don't even know who that is, so. Man, he was a local Texas boy. He Man, he was a big dude. I mean, he was like the Texas Tornado. Uh, he's all the wrestling I watched. So like I said, I watched the cheap wrestling. All right. You know, because that's what my mom was big in, and she calls it wrestling. R-A-S-L-I-N. It drives me nuts. Yeah. Uh, the two words that drive me the most Eric- crazy is my dad says wrestling, and he also says washing, no. Washington instead of Washington or yeah. washing machine. And I'm like, what is wrong with you people? I can't stand it. Anyway, uh, Eric Vaughn. What? Carrie Von Eric. Carrie Von Eric. I can't believe you don't know. Von Eric's are a huge wrestling name. I don't fucking clue, dude. About yeah, I mean, the whole family. Fritz von Erd, the Iron Claw. All right. Are they on WWE when I was a kid? Or WCW? They cro- A couple of them crossed over in there. But they was kind of like that small wrestling I'm talking about. Like, right. you got the WWE, and then you got the other one, and then my buddy runs the next one. Right. So they're kind of in that deal. Gotcha. But he, Kerry Von Erich did make it, but I think he overdosed. No shit. Well, like, why was he your like? What did he do that made him your favorite? He was probably the one I. When I was a kid, I mean, we got pictures with him, and that's one of the guys that I always got to go and watch live. No, let's see. I mean, he Makes always sense. him in the Freebirds. Yeah, they put on a huge show. Hell yeah. Um, my number three, I'm gonna go with Goldberg. He's on my honorable mention. I love Goldberg. Well, Goldberg was awesome because when he came in, he had this whole, like, it was really dumb looking back on it. He just didn't talk, and it would be like, or he said very little, right, if, if it didn't talk at all. And then he get I don't think they even planned it. He just happened to have never lost at some point in time, and they were like, oh, yeah, he's 28 no. Who's next? And then he got like this whole fucking phrase. And he had this dumb fucking travel tattoo that became his logo. Which I always wondered, like, do they have to pay the tattoo artist? Because it's such a generic, like, tribal tattoo. Like, no one could own that, right? I don't know. Um, but the whole Goldberg thing was crazy. And I remember just really liking him. And I remember I ran for student council. And I drew a picture, because I could draw fairly well, of Goldberg saying, who's next? And it was like, Aaron Mosier for student council. And I just thought it was the fucking... Did you win? No. Okay. I didn't win. Uh, some chick ran, and they all voted for the chicks for city I mean, council. Basically, Goldberg was going to spur you, and the match was over. Right. He fucking football tackled you. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you were dead. And you as a kid would be like, man, he must hit so hard. 
because I do that all the time, and that never happens <laughs> to <laughs> anybody. Yeah. Uh, and then whenever he it, he got ruined when they cross over to WWE or WWF, I don't know what it was at that time. Um, a lot of shit changed at that time, which I didn't fucking like. Right? Like it was really fun right before, like right before WCW shut down, and they were like having the crossovers and shit. Right. It was fucking like, oh my god, this is unreal. How are they doing this? And then it was ruined when there was no competition or whatever. Um, but I really fucking enjoyed Goldberg. He was probably the only good guy, quote unquote, that I like ever liked. Because I just normally am not a big good guy fan. Right. So, um, what is your number? Th- what are we on? Two? Two? Yeah, Stone so- Cold. Yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin's awesome. That's my number four. Uh, my dad would just crack up laughing all the time watching him. And then now when I watch old clips, I die laughing too. Of like, fuck, they were crazy back then. I, I don't know how many times in high school we would just fucking catch someone off guard and fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin stunner. Yeah. I mean, it was a big deal. And then and then how he held, had the fucking the shattering music before he came out. Yeah. Yeah, Stone Cold, it was a huge fucking deal. I always enjoyed the uh, Austin 316, like, the the blasphemy that involved in it. That, like, I didn't understand. That's probably what I liked about it. But he wrote a line of, like, uh, he was a hill, quote, unquote, but he was, like, the coolest fucking hill that ever existed that everyone cheered for and i'm sure the plan drawn up backstage before it all happened was oh everyone will hate him but like no one hated him he showed up with beer trucks milk trucks i watched one, for beers from the crowd <laughs> i saw the a video yesterday of him when he rolled down the entrance on the office chair and like falls over when he hits the bottom but just gets up and starts chugging beer mm-hmm. and you're like god damn this dude's crazy and i've enjoyed everything i've heard him say like about politics and shit since like in the last couple of years like he does a lot of, how about you shut the fuck up and listen to what I say, and then he'll just give his point. I'm like, hell yeah. I love that he keeps the whole persona yeah. that he always had. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoy Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's the most likable asshole ever. Exactly. He's like um, what a cool country person is like. I mean, more right. or less around here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And he has a dumb look, too, with the whole just, like, black underwear and vest but it works, so you don't even think about, like... Yeah. I always thought it was weird when they just have, like, the trunks or whatever. I get that's a thing, and they're trying to show off those bodies, but wrestling is definitely very homoerotic overall. Yeah, I never got the whole trunk thing. Uh, speaking of homoerotic, I wish I would have put Gold Dust on this list. He was so fucking weird when I was a kid. He creeped me out, but I oh always watch him. Oh, my God. Um, all right, Stone Cold Steve Austin, I think everyone can agree... It's just awesome. So, oh yeah, he probably should be higher, but um, that wouldn't work. I got him at my number two for me. I have number four. I'm just thinking about it. He, well, pro- he might have should have been. That's a, one of the times I was really into wrestling. Right. That was definitely the time um, I was the peak. I mean, that's I about WrestleMania 2000 on fuck whatever game system I had then. Yeah, Nintendo out. 64. Uh, that's a badass game. My number two is going to be Sting. Because I loved, it's hard to be like, there's only one thing I love more than the NWO Wolfpack thing, and you'll know when I get to my number one, but the whole NWO and Wolfpack thing was so fucking awesome, and it really all hinged around Sting. Not completely, but he was a big deal. So like Hollywood Hulk Hogan, you know, was a deal or whatever, but 
the whole fucking lots would go off, and then the lots would come on, and everyone would be fucking laying down, knocked out, and Sting would be sitting there with a baseball bat, and you'd be like, "Well, fuck yeah, he just killed everyone with or the, the baseball." Or the lots would go out, and he'd be up in the rafters. Or... Yeah, it'd be all fucking creepy. Now it probably um, led to Owen Hart dying, but you know whatever. Uh, that was a whole fucking huge deal too. I remember when that happened; like everyone freaked out and shit. Uh, but Sting was fucking crazy. He ziplined in all the goddamn time into well, the ring. He was originally a good guy. Who, Sting? Yeah. Yeah, well, when he was with the Ultimate Warrior, and then he just disappeared and didn't wrestle from... When I said, like, he... When I first started watching and Ultimate Warrior disappeared, so did Sting, and then he came back when NWO came back, is how I'm remembering. Yeah, he came back as this badass he fucking, fucking dark guy. His face is like the crow, is that the name of the movie? Like, basically yeah. just stole that shit. And, um, yeah, it was cool as shit. he used to have, like, the blue and red paint. He was a young fucking Abercrombie dude. Right, and he had and the blonde hair yeah. and shit. And then and when NWO got played out, and they are like, we need something to counter NWO, we need to make the wolf pack. So then he paints his face red and does the same thing. And then he was with, like, Conan, who was, like, my favorite Hispanic wrestler, because he'd be like, Arribara. On the lay, and he's like, it was so offensive, but you, as a kid, I had it all memorized, and I would just say it all the time. Um, really enjoyed the Wolfpack Sting. Uh, I don't remember what happened with Sting into WWF, necessarily. I think he kept that whole Sting look, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't think he was quite as prominent. I think it took a while, also, at that time, for everyone to cross over all the way, and I kind of gave up. I, fuck, I, don't, like, I gave up before John Cena became a thing. So, like, when people do the whole, like, I can't see you thing or, like, they have all the John Cena memes or the John Cena videos, I always think it's funny when they end with John Cena doing some move to someone with the music playing, but I don't quite get it because I never, I'm just not familiar with John Cena. So, that's where I'm going to age with. He's been, like, the big deal the last 10 years. Right. So, I gave up right before he blew up. So, that's, like, kind of where my line is. Hell yeah. Um, but anyway, so Sting was my number two. Um, who is your number one favorite wrestler? I bet it's going to be some obscure person. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? It's a good one. I don't have that on my list at all. Uh, I love The Rock, man. I think The Rock is extremely entertaining. I think he's a g- good actor now, does a lot of cool action movies. I never liked him when he was wrestling. I under- Even at the time, I knew he was entertaining. I knew what he said was funny, but like, I always liked whoever he was against more, like Mankind, when him and Mankind had their rivalry. Right. And then they were friends. And then him and Stone Cold would go back and forth, and I always liked Stone Cold more. Um, so The Rock was cool. I just never liked him versus anybody. Oh, yeah, man. Rock, hands down. I mean, what? I think he probably is the best wrestler. He's the most entertaining. I mean, I think he's probably second to Hulk Hogan as far as, like, most the best ever or whatever list and he might be number one he's one one of the best on the microphones yeah for sure I mean he definitely had that he put Uh, on a show that's what wrestling was to me he put on a show but I remember maybe this is because I watched with my dad every week my dad would be like I get tired of all the talking when they gonna get to the wrestling you know that was how my dad was and so I would normally get a lot of earful of The Rock getting the fuck out of there if he's not wrestling or not why is he in there talking so I think it worked with the kids for sure, but I think it necessarily didn't work with uh, some of the older folk. Not that wrestling people care about that, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Because kids buy the toys and shit. Um, what's like your favorite rock moment? 
I don't know. Probably when he was talking about pie. I know I know what you're referring to, but I don't remember the exact quote. I don't remember the exact quote, but it's like, what kind of pie you like? Pecan pie, pumpkin pie, poontang pie. <laughs> uh, remember Rakishi? Oh, you know, yeah. It was crazy. Um, all right, my number one favorite wrestler, and I don't like, uh, I have, I'm aware that he has come back since I've quit watching, and he has this whole other take of like, reformed good guy or whatever but sean mock was the heartbreak kid it was always my favorite mainly because his finishing move was he just kicked motherfuckers in the face and i always thought it was so funny that everyone else done all these like grapple moves and he would just look at you and make sure he was the right distance and then fucking mortal combat kick people in the head and i was like that's great or in the side of the face so I always liked him. But the main reason is because I love the D-Generation X. So like D-Generation X was my shit uh, in fourth grade or third grade, whenever that was. I have school pictures with me in the fucking D-Generation X t-shirt with the whole fucking crew on it. Um, that was my shit. Like Those are my favorite video games on the N64. You know, when you would have you choose all those dudes. So I was just a really big uh, fan of that whole movement. I enjoyed Triple H and Badass Billy Gunn and the Road Dog and all the other people, China and X Pac as well. But Shawn Michaels was the leader at the time. And I liked when they took like, uh, they went and fucked with WCW. And that was all like, oh shit, I can't believe they're fucking with WCW on their channel or whatever. So I just really enjoyed it. It was all great shit. Yeah, he was a great entertainer. Uh, now, like I said, I heard he's not, I heard he's different now. Like when he's come back, he's like a country country boy sort of thing. Because I think he is that in real life or whatever. But the Degeneration X The last time he came back, his back was always hurting, but somehow he'd stomp and get his motivation. You know, kind of like the Hulk had the Hulk fist. Yeah, yeah. He would would do this stomp, and then they'd get up, wobbly, and then kick shit out of him. Yeah. All you got to do is be able to raise your fucking foot to their chin, and then you can win. Uh, I remember seeing a clip of him on, like, Mari or some shit back in the day. And all the women fucking loved him, and that's why he was the heartbreak kid. Like, they used to play more into that. I don't really remember him ever playing into the, like, lover boy persona as a kid. I really just remember him doing, like, suck it chops yeah. at people. And then me going on the playground doing it and getting in trouble and shit. But, like, that was I was that era of the kids doing the fucking Got suck it. Got two words for you. Suck it. And you'd, oh, it was so great. Um, anyway. Fucking great shit. So, any honorable mentions we didn't you mention? Not, not mention the Nature Boy. Woo! Ric Flair. Yeah, I never liked Ric Flair. I understand now he looks cool and people like him now, but I mean, just at the time when I would watch wrestling, I never liked the Four Horsemen or the Steiner Brothers. Or Dude, the whole Ric Flair fall, man. The gay ass fall he always did, where he would like stumble around, and just fall right on his face. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, that's so terrible, but it was so entertaining. Right. There were times. It is funny looking back on it when you were like, it's real, but yet you were like, well, he just waited there to get chest slapped, and that's fine. Hmm. I would do that too if I like. You didn't piece it together as a kid, like they're letting them get hit because you would just block that. You just wouldn't let. You would ball up or whatever. Right. You just wouldn't let somebody fucking slap you and hit you and shit. What the fuck are you talking about? So uh, it is funny to think about that. But now it is just open of like it's fake. And he'd always cut his little forehead and have that blood going through his blonde hair. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, Annie was a 14-time champion or whatever the fuck the number was. I when was like I was 17. Oh, well, when, see that show in my last time I watched it. I so, went to the Oklahoma City when he finally won the Intercontinental. And oh, it was yeah. like one of his comebacks, but that's something he never won, so they let him do it. Right. Like, sure. Why not? I know now he has like a daughter or something that's a big deal, maybe. Uh, I haven't watched wrestling in years. I just know she was, uh, I don't know. Apparently, women are taking over WWE. That's what I'm, I'm aware of now because they're just better at a lot of the high flying shit. So, if you're oh, good, yeah. it'll make look good. Uh, any other, I don't have any other honorable mentions. I just made the first five that came to my mind. I got a junkyard dog. Is that Rick Steiner? No, he's a black guy. Oh, okay. Always wore this chain. Oh. He was more the original, like, when, hell, he was probably young. Yeah, fuck, man, I don't know. You probably don't know Superfly Jimmy Snuka either, do you? No, I'm aware of him. He okay. jumped off the cage. Yeah, he was he was pretty awesome in the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, Gold uh, Dust's father. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. is that Gold Dust? No, that's his son. Okay. They were both named Dustin Rose, but maybe one was Dusty. One was... Yeah, I know one that there's Dusty, the old fat dude. Yeah, so uh, I know that there's a other. There's like a Stardust, or was a Stardust, but then he quit the WWE to go on the independent circuit route for the fucking passion of the rest. I read this whole story about it like six months ago, but I don't remember his name right now. Wish I did. Um, he has another like. Kid in there like Cody Rhodes, but he ain't very good. That might be the one that this story was about. Um, but anyway, someday I might get into wrestling if I ever had a kid that was into it, maybe. But I don't see it happening outside of that possibility. Yeah, it just seemed like it's went way far off the deep end for me. Right, I mean, I'm sure. So, like, I know apparently we had, they had a good WrestleMania last week. I think it was like five and a half hours. Though. That seems too long. If I, I mean, I understand like, you'd probably thought you got your money's worth and I shit. I mean, Kofi Kingston's the champion now. I don't know the fuck that is. He's okay. No. I just remember there was like a while some guy with a beard that looked kind of like Wyatt, who's on here, um, became their champion. And then uh, I was like, well, that's a weird one. You know what I'm talking about? Some kind of guy that looked kind of like Wyatt. <laughs> I've seen mm. the picture on here. Um, I'll look it up someday. Um Anyway, anything else we need to get to? I'm trying to see who I can get for the other episode this week. Uh, there might be one. There might not. We'll yeah. see how it goes. So, um, I, mean, I don't feel like I need to. It's just been work and going home and taking care of the kids. Yeah. That's about it. Just living life. Yeah, mine's kind of like that. I mean, I... Come home, walk the dog, and then try to make beats until I have to cook dinner. And then try to figure out how much time I have to spend with my wife versus making beats. And then that's my life. And well, then my I wife do this ain't been getting home until 7.30, and then I ain't been getting much sleep during the day, so I'll take a nap. So we ain't really seeing each other too much. Right. That sucks. Well, once you get those testosterone shots. Testosterone and go to first shift after this lady gets trained, which is not looking promising. Just convince her to quit. Yeah, and then I'll get stuck. No, uh, she has to take your spot. Apparently, but I mean, I'm the guy that ran 119% last night. So shit. Uh, yeah. Billy, man. They ain't going to get rid of their fucking one of their top three operators, you know? Well, so if you were shittier, could you get a 
No. <laughs> I think they're just trying to, they don't want to let me go, so they know I get pissed off sometimes, so I'll just call in random days. But I keep my points under what the goal is. Right. You know, because I was like, well, I ain't got nothing to manage right now, so I manage my points. And it takes a whole year to get your points back. I think they're just trying to wait, because if you get five points, you can't transfer shifts. Right. I'm setting it two. I think they're just hoping I'll get pissed off and start calling in. Get over five points and get stuck. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem like a good way to manage a p- place, but... I got no comment on that. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm sure none of your bosses listen to the podcast or anything. Well, they would listen just to get me fired. Oh. I, I, I've almost got fired off Facebook, and I was like, are y'all kidding me? My wife posted that. Because oh. I'm not grown up enough to have my own Facebook. And then they just looked at me. I was like, prove me wrong. Right. That's a smart way to do it, really, when you think about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because one of my bitch, I just put, like, do you know a place where it's a joke and nobody knows what's going on? I know a place. <laughs> and he was in there just bitching to his upper boss, and my buddies were laughing because they already knew what I posted. Right. But like I said, my wife posted that. Well, hell yeah. There you go. All right, so everyone, there's a loophole to get out of for your jobs or giving away secrets here. Um, all right, man, I think that's all I have at the moment. Hopefully some more stuff happens in my life soon and I can have more to talk about. All right, then. Peace. Peace.
Down the, 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 down the,